Good afternoon. I wanted to open up the window. We've got a couple of minutes before everyone's coming. I can see there's a few people already waiting. So I wanted to start this session off as quickly as possible. Get you in the room, say good afternoon to you. See what's going on, bear with me. Today's session is all about emotions. That's one of the key things we're gonna be looking at today. I'm just rejigging some more windows so I can make sure I can see what's going on. So the first question for me right now, how is everybody feeling right now? So this could be week two, three, four of current situation of the coronavirus lockdown. Good morning, oh, good afternoon, Andy. How are you currently feeling in this situation? You've got the chat box, question box over here. Plug it in, tell me how you're feeling right now. I wanna see what emotions are coming up. Gonna blow my nose, it's a bit clear here today. On a scale of three then, one being not so good, two in the middle, three feeling good. On a three scale, how are we feeling? Threes are good, twos in the middle, got a couple of in the middle ease. How else are the rest of us feeling? One not so, three being absolutely, how are we? A few more people still coming into the room right now. Just getting a gauge of how we're feeling. While the rest of the people go, again, let's make sure we've got drinks handy and available, herbal teas. We've got pen and paper ready. We're gonna dive into this very shortly. I wanted to let you know, we're not gonna be running at this point in time a session this Friday. Friday off for you guys, everyone's thinking in different places. We are gonna be running the session tomorrow. Again, one o'clock tomorrow. Thursday, last session for this week, which is going to be around the, the technical, the technology side of what we're doing for working at, at home. So, welcome back. Absolutely, we're just getting into this. We're going to share the link for tomorrow's session. If you haven't already registered for tomorrow's session, Sarah's going to drop that link into the chat box. Click through there in, the, in a minute while we're doing this and while you're listening and register for tomorrow's session, which is going to be a bit more about technology for tomorrow to help you working from home. Ah, good. There's the link, thank you very much. What are we covering today? We are covering emotions, how we're feeling, how other people are feeling, what are our emotions, how we are going to direct them and what we're gonna do with them, and some quick routes to help us make the best use of them. Okay. Ah. Good, I think everybody's in. Let's bring this to life. Who right now is experiencing, yes or no's in the, in the questions or chat box, who right now is experiencing some new emotions or um, experiencing a higher level of emotion right now in this current situation? Yes or no's in the chat boxes. Who's experiencing more emotion right now? Yes, yes, coming through. Yes, 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 yes. Guys, let me be frank and honest with you, it was a loaded question, okay? We're in isolation, we're in a lockdown situation. We talked a bit about this 
um, last week about the isolation. These are some of the symptoms of cabin fever at a very kind of low level. So the emotions were starting to get a little bit more erratic. We're getting a bit more snappy. We don't know what to do them with them. We are in close proximity to those we love and we care about just at a very intense level. And for those of us that maybe haven't got gardens or haven't got access to green spaces they can get to, that, that relate, that closeness is getting quite, you know, is getting a, a completely different level of intensity with it. And we're gonna look at some of the things we need to be doing that's gonna help us move through this. So, what are our emotions? The first thing we wanna understand is, what are our emotions? Taking your advice, I'm not using the purple pen today, so definitely not. Our emotions are a gauge. They're like a barometer for the quality of our thinking. Everything that we're experiencing always starts with a thought. So whether that thought was what you learned from your parents, what you've learned from TV or a book that you've read or from your previous experiences, the moment that you go into that experience or a situation similar to that, the thought kicks in and then the emotion comes out. So every thought, every emotion is predicated on a thought. And Marcus Aurelius said it most clearly is things are neither good or bad. It's the thinking that makes them that way. Things are neither good or bad. It's the thinking that makes them that way. So every emotion you're experiencing when you're looking at a situation is based on how you're thinking about it. The key element here, and one of the lessons that I, I love teaching through making business matter, is what you think of a situation is what it becomes. Quick tie into how we deliver feedback. When we're giving someone feedback, bonus points here in the chat box, what's the normal conversation or what's the normal title of a conversation when we wanna go and give someone feedback about something they've done wrong? What's the normal titles we give to these types of conversations? Steely silence. You've got to go and give someone so-called negative feedback. What's the normal business title or kind of in politically incorrect title we give to these conversations? Coaching sessions and performance, ideally it would be. Shit sandwich, we've got one of them. <laughs> yeah, a bollocking, that's also another one for it. The normal one, we've got some good stuff coming in here. The normal one is the difficult conversation. Disciplinary, yeah, depending where you are in that journey. How many people here have been taught to how to have a difficult conversation? Or you've gone on a training course called Difficult Conversations? Absolutely. So what are we saying that the conversation is going to be? Difficult. So what happens is at the start of the day, oh, I need to have a difficult conversation um, with this person. Oh, do you know what? That means they're going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. Do you know what? I'm going to go and find something else to do over here and I'm going to spend my whole day being busy with all this stuff that needs to be done to justify why I don't have the conversation with that person over there because of the label that we're applying to it. So what you think of a situation is what it becomes, and then you start to add your emotions to it based on your previous experiences. 
So it's super important we understand it's the thinking process that is that is the initiator of where we're going with this. So what is it we want to do with that? Life lesson here, valuable one is it's the labels that we're attaching to it that are causing the problem. And it's, you know, we do this to ourselves and we do this to other people as well. We judge our inabilities and our capabilities by attaching different labels to what we think other people think we're capable of doing. Complicated. What we need to remember though is labels are Velcroed, not superglued. So you can change those labels at any given time. And that includes in the isolation and the working from home situation we're in right now. Let me give this to you as another question. What's one of the things that's frustrated you most about working from home and being in isolation right now? What's one thing that's challenged you most or caused the frustration to come up? And by the way, if anyone can see the questions there, Sai just said, just married my wife. That, that was a previous statement he made, not in answer to the question that I've just asked. Just covering you there, so I've got your back. Missing out on conversations, absolutely. Communication breakdowns, delays in decision-making. So we've got three great points to come up there. Flip it around with a different question. What's the positive opposite of those things. We take that last one, the delays in decision-making, what's the positive of those delays in the decision-making? When we've got the more time to think, absolutely. Missing out on conversations, what's the positive opposite of this? This, so we're starting to think a little bit differently. Choice over who to speak to, that's amazing absolutely this so it's the moment the way we think about one thing from one angle it causes the emotions to come up and the frustration we shift the angle actually what's the positive opposite of this what's the benefit in this okay let's go from that angle and start pulling out because all the time you're getting your you're stuck in your frustration it's causing hesitation all the time that you're complaining you're keeping yourself stuck to your circumstances because complaining is the glue that keeps you stuck to your circumstances you cannot activate solutional thinking while you're complaining so it's super important exactly this another point here don't hear things that would evoke a negative reaction in me you have peace and quiet to actually think your own thoughts come up with new ideas and move forward so it's all about the labels that we're applying to a situation we can change those labels at any given time that helps us think in different ways so that's the first thing is one it is understanding it's your thinking that's causing this two that we can change those labels at any given time that help us to do those something else i was having a conversation with ross hardy yesterday and we'll be sharing that interview later in, in linkedin and, and the youtube channel it was talking about you know, where is that emotion coming from? Is it real or the, the thought that causes it, is it fact or is it fiction? So the way that you're thinking about something, is it actually the truth and you've got irrefutable facts to back that information up or is it fictitious and you're making it up with your imagination? And from the, for those people that work in, in a more logical space, and need that analysis 
asking if it's fact or fiction is going to help you then to create a different thought which then helps you to move into that experience a little bit more cleanly with a little bit more objectivity and a little bit more of a, a progressive stance on it so you can actually do something with it rather than wallow in it. What's been useful so far? And I'm aware we're only 10 minutes in so far. What's been useful so far from what we've covered? I'll wait for those to come in. So that's the element, the glue, definitely. That's the element. Where did it come from? So what am I thinking about this? What am I doing? How am I causing this, this, this focus of my emotions? Is it real? Is it fake? Or made up boom okay then we can shift that thinking the next thing we want to do is we want to create that new view on it okay what am i going to do with it one of the key questions i enjoy asking people most when i'm coaching them is what is the most intelligent use of my current insert said emotion what is the most intelligent use of my frustration, of my anger, of my current annoyance in this situation. So as we're starting to shift the viewpoint, we can then say, well, I'm, gonna, I'm frustrated, and we're gonna to come to the IAMs in a minute. I'm feeling frustrated about this. What's the most intelligent use of that frustration? Maybe it's actually going for a run. Maybe it's going to make yourself a coffee and use that energy and redirect it into something purposeful and useful that's going to give you time to get that breeze so you can choose who you want to speak to, so you can decide what you want to get stuck to. Other questions we can ask. We can ask things like, what's funny about this situation that I didn't realise yet or I haven't noticed yet? What other, what's the best angle to look at this from so I can see how I can turn this stumbling block into the stepping stone? I can't remember if it was Roosevelt or Eisenhower talked about that one man's stumbling block is another man's stepping stone. So by shifting the angle, we can see what it can actually become for us, how it can help us move forward. Again, this is important how we get that, how we look at things, what we think of things is, and what we think of a situation is what it becomes super important we do this so the first thing is the emotions are led by thought what are we thinking the second part is is how we then start to is 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 it fake or is it fictitious and how we shift that angle third part i wanted to cover with you in this training session was i am this is the most powerful statement that we make through through our language and it doesn't matter which language we're using we say I am, and whatever comes after the I am is a definite, it's an absolute. Working with a leader recently, and they said to me, I'm too emotional. I've been told I'm too emotional as a leader. I get too involved. I said, you're a human being. You are designed to be emotional. It's what we come here for the experience for, and I'm not gonna go into some esoteric rant here, as human beings, we are emotional. E stands for E equals energy. We are energy in motion. So we come here to experience these sensations and create these sensations for other people. 
as leaders, it is imperative that we understand we have emotions and how we use them. Because if we're not in, um, in, in touch with our thinking and our emotions, we can't be human. And people around us need to be human now more than ever in this situation. You cannot be too emotional. What you can be though is lost in your emotions. Being aware of them and how I utilize them and how I make the most of them is absolutely vital. Whether it's delivering leadership content, whether it's coaching, or whether it's um, sparring when I'm training martial arts. When I'm training martial arts, I tap into my rage. Icy cold rage. Cut off the, you know, the other parts. I don't want to feel happy at some point. I want to get what I'm doing done right now. And that's important. And it's done with a level of respect and a level of focus. When we say I am angry, we lose ourselves in the emotion because then it becomes a definite and I have no control over what it because I become the anger. Rather than saying I am Nathan Simmons and I am experiencing the sensation of anger. Okay, what can I do with that? And what I'm doing is I'm creating enough space between me and the emotion to objectively look at it and then make use of it as a tool. The emotion then becomes a tool, becomes an instrument, so that I can then create with it and move forward. Rather than sitting here saying, I am frustrated, I am angry, I am upset, I am hurt. You're not any of those things. You are the person who's thinking a thought about something which is causing the emotion internally, and then you're attaching that to yourself at an identity level, which is then um, hobbling you and crippling you to actually make use of that energy. Hope this is useful. What we need to understand is even on a physics level, on a science level, energy never stops. It just gets redirected. It never, it doesn't go off and, and just disappear. The moment that you do something, you hit something, you move something, those shock waves will go around, they will move out, they'll do all of their things. That energy just gets redirected. Where you choose to put that energy is completely up to you, but you can only put it in one place. If you choose to define yourself by the emotion that you're feeling and get stuck in that right now, that's one way to direct it. If you want to create the space and say that I'm feeling, I'm, I am the person feeling this, what can I do with it? You create enough space and then make use of it and move it forward. How is this useful for you, um, for the team that we've got here and these people? This is great for you. Some of you wonderful people here, I know have got people in your care. One of the first things that we can do to help them is to help ourselves, which is why I asked the question, how are you feeling? Getting in touch with how are you feeling right now? What emotions are coming up for you? Ask yourself these questions so that you can go and help someone else, because if you can't help yourself, you can't help someone else. Quick solutions to this. One, making sure you're checking in with yourself. Two, making sure you're checking in with your significant other halves, your partners and your children, what, however old they are. How are you feeling? And three, checking in with the teams, the people that you also know that are in your gift, that are in your charge, so that you can go and help them and find out how they're dealing with their own mental challenges, mental health challenges right now, while they're in isolation and lockdown. Important that we ask these questions. The key element to it though, which came up in the big conversation we had with Ross Hardy yesterday, again, you know, when I'm talking and teaching coaching skills, 
is making sure that we are listening. We don't come here, we don't ask the question so that I can just prepare a response or reply. I come here to ask you the question so that you can tell me why. Because you are the most important person in the conversation. The moment the conversation becomes about me and how am I, no. Not some sort of spitting contest or anything like that. I'm here to ask you, how do you feel right now? What, and what are you feeling? What's the best use of those feelings? And I want to hear your responses so that you can do what you need to do to be the best version of yourself today and moving forward. Hope this has been helpful today. We're at time. So please, let's light it up on, on the questions there. What's been useful from today's micro learning, 20 minutes around emotions? What have, what's been useful to you? What's been useful? You can give it into one word answers if you want. While those responses are coming up, I just wanna let you all know again that we now have the mental health coaching cards. They're now available on our website, MBM, it's five pound. 80 questions to help you as leaders ask the right questions at the right stages to help someone on their mental health journey. This day and age right now is imperative so vital that we start asking the right questions and many leaders are not asking those questions because they're concerned they'll get it wrong. The only thing that we get wrong as leaders is not asking the question because we're scared of getting it wrong. The moment you ask someone a question to listen and to be humane and to support, you're doing the right things. And those coaching cards, there's 80 questions in that will help you help them. Five pound, and I think the link's just up in the, webs in the comments there as so. well. What have we got? Da, 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 da. I can be the best version of myself. Yes, just change whatever label you're, you have applied or someone you or you let someone else apply apply to you. Just change the label. Thinking of emotions, you're feeling as separate to yourself. Absolutely, give yourself the space. You are not that thing at an identity level. You have an option of what you want to do with it, how you want to use it. But when you are consumed by it, you cannot do anything with it. How to actively look for alternatives in challenging circumstances, particularly seeing something humorous, it, it helps. How many times has something happened to us and when you're in the moment, when you're in player one mode, it is the most horrendous thing that ever happened. But then as we move down the timeline and we look back, we go, oh, now I understand why that happened because that meant that I could be here. Oh, that horrendous breakup I had with that person, do you know what, they weren't actually right for me and because of that, it now means I can be with this person. Thanks for breaking up with me, really appreciate that. And then you can also take the final time to find something humorous. There is always something funny about something, you know, if you go looking for it. What is the most intelligent use of my insert emotion? Thank you, Andy, appreciate it. It is useful. It stops us getting caught in the fog and the frustration and the anchors of that, that thinking. Good, got me thinking, refocus, challenge my label, buy my labels, agreed. Now we spend our whole lives sticking these labels or letting people stick these labels on us. And actually, you know, they've got no right to. And eventually, you know, it becomes like emotional buckaroo, you know, with the, the plastic donkey getting the, the rope and the hat and all the labels come on and eventually the donkey kicks and it's a mess. Just take the labels off yourself and put new ones on. Shifting my mindset, I'm sorry, uh, da, 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 shifting my mindset from worrying about a problem to enjoying the challenge. This, that right there, Claudia, if you take that away from any conversation we have, 
is, is gold right there. Everything in life is hinged on challenge, friction, uh, positive stress, everything. It's just whether or not you choose to accept that challenge so you can upgrade your thinking and your approach so that you can go and get the bigger challenge. Doesn't mean life gets easier. Pray not for the easy life. Pray for the skill sets to, to, um, to succeed at a hard one. I'm not sure, I paraphrase the quote, but that is that challenge and that friction is necessary. How to have more control over emotions simply by rephrasing I am versus I feel. Gold, absolute gold. Today has been so good. I have really learned so much, especially that I am declaration. Love it. Do you know what? I'm just, that is, this is good. Thank you very much. We've got a couple more minutes. What questions have you got for me in the next kind of five minutes that are going to help you with this situation? Anything that I can help around kind of refocusing some of these emotions? What questions have you got for me that I can help with right now? What has been useful? Well, we've done the what's useful. What, what questions? Any questions? Momentary pause. Remember, we've got the link for the mental health coaching cards there. We've got the link for tomorrow's session as well. Click through, register on the link, click through, get your coaching cards. How to be considered when the red mist is descending. Oh, yes. Um, I was a very angry child horrendously angry um, um i later realized that i was suffering from depression i didn't realize at the time and that anger came out in different ways um which is why i ended up doing a lot of martial arts to help manage those even from a young age there are times when the red mist is okay what we live in is we live in this um state where to be angry is not okay you cannot be angry truth if you swear your pain threshold goes up. And that's just from swearing. Um, there is a time for rage, there is a time for red mist, and it's about understanding when you need to do it. I have a seven-year-old daughter. If someone attacks my seven-year-old daughter, my wife, who's not even a trained fighter, woe betide anyone that gets in between those two. There is a time for the red mist, and it's just understanding, okay, when's appropriate to use that? Is it gonna be when I'm training in the gym and I wanna, I wanna summon that energy to lift heavier weights so I can build stronger muscles? Do I need to use that energy to protect my family in a timeless crisis? So it's understanding like, what's the thinking that's causing that? Is it, is it okay to have that emotion and utilize it? Yes, it's a tool. What is the thinking that's causing this? Oh, this person said this, this person did that. Oh, okay. What's the reason they did that? Well, maybe they didn't understand. Is it because I'm judging them as that they are hurting me? or they are making my life harder, or they're causing me a problem. Potentially we get into that judgment, and who is the most important conversation if it's all about me, me, me? When we shift to them as the most important person in the conversation, then we can say, okay, well, actually, what's that person missing? What can I give them that's gonna help them? What can I share that's gonna help them to actually have a better day next day? And it's the same with the martial arts, when a lot of the martial arts teachers, you use their power, you bring them in, you shift it and then give it back. And it's the same that when we're talking to people, do I want to lose my temper with this person or actually do I need to teach them? Because if I'm angry with you, I can't teach you. If I can teach you though, I can't be angry with you. 
So it's about understanding when and where we need to use that. Um, how do I address people who choose to be negative regardless? That's their choice. Does their negativity stop you from being you? Um, something else that I share with people is you are not defined by your environment. You define your environment by what you put into it because we're human beings. We have this choice and we do have a choice. Regardless of how angry they're being with you, you still have a responsibility. I talked about this last week. Your responsibility is actually your ability to respond. Who am I when I'm at my fundamental best? Who am I when I bring, um, when I create pride in the work that I do? Who am I when I create excitement in the work that I'm doing or get excited about? Oh, what are those things? What is it I'm doing? How can I do more of that to help these people? Not because they're negative, but because of who I am in this situation, regardless of what you throw at me. I will still be, regardless of what training session, regardless of who's in front, I will still be Nathan Simmons and I will still come here to challenge your thinking so that you can become more incredible than yesterday, regardless. And it might not be comfortable with some people. I will still do that. Anger can really provide self-insight, yet anger is never inflicted on us. So I don't see the point uh, uh, as the person who has made us angry often, uh, often moves oblivious. On balance, living in an angry life state is not healthy. Agreed. Living in high states of stress, you're constantly dropping cortisol in at the wrong point of the day. Cortisol is actually designed to help wake you up in the morning and then give you that charge in order to move you forward if you're being chased by the lions. Thankfully, we don't get chased by many lions in this country or tigers. When we stay in that high stress state, the cortisol is constantly kicking in. But what's actually happening is certain elements of your system, in, namely your immune system, is actually staying suppressed or shutting down. So you're heavily, um, you're producing these hormones which are actually creating an acid state in your body, which then starts to reduce your immune system. Strangely enough, or well, not so strange, when you go on holiday and you start to relax and your immune system kicks in, a large percentage of people actually get sick for the first part of their holiday because the stress has gone and they can't cover it up. So it's always a good sign actually that you're working in either the wrong space or the wrong way that's causing you distress. Absolutely clear on this. Um, and by reducing that stress, by understanding and con not controlling, directing the energies and controlling the thinking, directing the energy of your, your emotions will then help you to have a healthier lifestyle uh, internally and externally. Anger is never inflicted on us. No, we, we and, and so I'm saying here, anger is never inflicted on us. We choose to be angry. I am angry. Great. Great uh, identity, great shift into that perspective. I now become anger. Actually, no, I'm going to make use of that. That's a tool. That's someone at my boardroom table. That's a, an executive. That's a, a department I can email or phone up and say, I need a bit more anger right now to deal with. Okay, I don't, I'm not the department, I'm getting the support. I'm calling in the, calling in the troops when they're needed. Hope this has been useful. We're on the half hour mark, 20 minutes of learning, 10 minutes of Q&A, absolutely on point. Register for tomorrow's session. We're talking tech for tomorrow. Um, um, Sarah, Sarah says thanks, so good, appreciated. Really appreciate your time today. Register for tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Have an incredible rest of your day. Look after yourselves. Look after each other. And we'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much.